Okay, so hello again. It's uh, myself, Kelvin, and Ashley. Hello. Once more. Um, and cheers, by the way. Cheers. Uh, we're just having a little drink. A little pre-apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah, because it is coming. Like that. <clears throat> um, yeah, so following on from our last uh, podcast where we did Contagion, we're sort of following down the same road, sort of, and t- tonight we're going to be uh, doing a commentary of uh, I Am Legend with Will Smith. What what year? I don't know. I was just year. about to say, I, I, I'm trying to, well we watched a bit of this film just to get ourselves in the mood, because I probably haven't watched it, I might have watched it a couple of times after the cinema mm. on DVD. But he mentions 2012 in the movie, yeah. so I think that was supposed to be a bit into the future. Oh, okay. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm very much guessing here, but I think it was around 2005 or six, maybe. I'm not mm-hmm. entirely sure about that, but I'll, I'll perhaps towards, perhaps at the end I'll, I'll confirm it. But um, yeah. So 20, this was supposed to be happening in 2012, right? Um, as far as the movie goes, but I, I'm sure it was. A few years before that it was shot I'm trying to think when I when I watched it I remember going to the cinema to watch it it was, it was yeah around that time 2000 no maybe it was later than that 2009 maybe okay. I, I forget that we're that we're, mm. we're 2020 aren't we mm. blimey so it probably was it might have been later it might have even been 2010 it's probably getting on for 10 years ago I was trying to look think but looking at Will Smith how young yeah. he looked and looking at the CGI and looking at the ropey CGI yeah yeah, I think, well, yeah, I think about 2009, 2010, but <clears throat> we'll confirm later, maybe. Mm. But, yeah, so, um, as Kelvin said, we're, we thought we'd try another another virus movie or apocalyptic as, yeah, movie. Um, they are quite... We've got a bit of history with this, haven't we? Not this, not this film particularly, but the book, Richard Matheson's book, mm. and obviously the variations that are yeah, you of movies that are adapted. From- Obviously, yeah. And I thought maybe we'd we discuss that as well because you haven't seen this, have you? Or do, do, do you? Th- I bits of it, maybe. I saw bits of it. I don't think I watched the whole thing. Would it have been something you rented out, or you? It might have just been on the TV. Might, oh, yeah, it's probably been on TV since um, then. Yeah, Will Smith and me don't mix. Don't see. I well, I think this film was supposed to be. It was billed as Will Smith the actor. Mm. And not Will Smith, the action hero. I think they made. I seem to remember them making quite a virtue out of the fact that he he was he was going to tone down his heroics and his sort of gun ho mm. action man status for this. Mm. It was supposed to be a because I mean, generally, that is really only the kind of film. I, I, he's done a few dramas, hasn't he? Actually, he's done yes. a few dramas. I I can't say I've seen many of the, the dramatic performances. He did Muhammad? Didn't he get an Oscar for? He did actually, didn't he? Yes. Ali. But I guess that's still in the kind of action genre, isn't it? It was not. So. It's got action in it, like Rocky has got action in it, I guess. But yeah, I guess it was more of a. That's obviously Six a biopic. Degrees of separation. Isn't it? Now that I do remember soon, actually, I think we we didn't we watch that like on like we we I'm sure we watched that not long after it came out. That was kind of, I think his first post Fresh Prince yeah. of Bel Air movie, wasn't it? Where he was lo- perhaps looking for a bit of credibility, mm. done the sort of cocky rapper 
you know, yeah. teenager type role, and he was trying to get his because uh, wasn't that a stage play? Yes, it was. I think, yeah. And um, and he's pretty good in that, yeah, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. yeah, he was fit to, to, you know, fair play to him. Oh, and he did that one with when he was homeless with his. Yeah, that's right. I can't remember what it's called. I can't remember. Is it was it his name? Was it that was that the name of the movie? I can't remember Maybe, now. Yeah. I do remember that. I don't think I ever saw it. I think I saw it. Did you? Yeah, he was quite good in that. So he has got a bit of range, hasn't yeah. he? And perhaps just chooses not to not to utilise it because I guess action films are an easy dollar, aren't they, really? Mm. Um, and, you know, maybe he has been typecasted very so slightly. <clears throat> so I think this, he was trying to straddle both the actor Smith and mm. the action hero Smith. They try to do a bit of a straddling with this and combine the two. Um... I mean, we were just talking before. We, we, we like I said, we only watched about the first ten or twenty minutes, or we just to get ourselves back in the zone. Uh, um, slightly uneven, this film slightly unsuccessful in trying to marry the action and the more contemplative um, drama side that the book is kind of mm. known for. The book's a bit more of a meditative kind of yeah. thing, isn't that I remember? And again, we both we both read the book, haven't we? Mm. Um, long time, a ago. long time ago. Yes. Yeah. So my my memory's a little hazy of the book, really. Um, so I'm going to fire the film up, but I'm not going to necessarily talk about the film um, at the beginning. I'm going to perhaps we'll talk more about the uh, the sort of adaptations and stuff what we've seen. So you, perhaps you would like to talk about that, Millie. What you've okay, or the book even what your recollection of the book is. Well, my like I say, it was a long time ago, so. Uh, my memory of it is quite vague. Did we read it at uni or was that post-uni? Um, I think it was probably at uni, wasn't it? I know we sort of used to share books and stuff, didn't we? We, yeah. we had a bit of a we had a bit of a thing for um, Philip K. Dick, didn't we? Yes. Um, so we sort of went through all them. Yeah, so y- your recollections are are hazy. Uh, to, well, generally. Just generally, yeah, <laughs> we were discussing that. We had to have a little bit of a pause there. And, yeah, um, um, yeah I mean, if we were, if we did, uh, like you said, if we read them at uni, the ho- that whole period is pretty hazy, isn't yeah. it, really? I mean, if we were well prepared, we would, you know. But then it wouldn't be as much fun if it was well prepared, no. really, because it would be just very sort of, uh, sort of sterile. Yeah. Um, so that's part of the, hopefully, the joy of, of listening to us rambling on. So my recollection of the book is slightly less hazy than yours, right, okay. but not much more less okay. hazy, because I remember standout, probably, I remember the dog dying, because mm. there's a dog in the book, and there's a, there's actually a dog featured in, 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 the, in the Will Smith adaptation. Yeah. But I remember it being quite a throwaway thing in the book. It was like, because the whole sort of thrust of of his relationship, obviously, if people have not seen the film, basically, or the or read the book, humanity's just basically been wiped out, hasn't it? And mm-hmm. there's and there's Neville who's left, and um, and he's trying to find a cure for this virus that's basically well, that hasn't really it's killed some people, hasn't it? But other people, it's mutated yeah. into. They're not right. all dead, are they? Some die, but I think those who who remain are sort of altered, aren't they, genetically? They're like vampires, basically, aren't they? And basically, yeah. the book Richard, Richard Matheson wrote is effectively like a vampire 
book updated to the modern era mm. of when it was written, which I think was in the, I think it was written in the fifties or sixties. Oh, okay. Um, so they, yeah, those who remain are effectively vampires. And I, I, do they suck blood? I think they might. They might even suck blood. I can't quite is recall. It, is it like a, a zombie thing where I can't even remember? Like, or do they just kill? Just, I think they you I think they kill people for for food. They they like to drink their blood basically. Right. I'm I'm pretty sure. I mean, the thing is, my probably my memory of the movies is clearer because we probably watch them more often. Like, mm. uh, 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 particularly the the Charlton Heston movie from 1971, mm. I think that was. Um, the year of our birth. It, so, ironically it, or not so ironically, so it was yeah. And um, what a good year. So I think they changed quite a lot with the adaptations they have. And I, I, know, I think we were talking about this earlier. I, I kind of get, I get confused. I mix up sometimes the book with the, with the movie adaptation. So in like in the Omega man, he's like a sort of general, isn't he? Like a, mm. or like a military yeah. type. I think he's still a virologist or a scientist. Cause he's got lots of vials and syringes and stuff in, oh, in the he, Omega man. If I remember. Is he remember. trying to, I think he's trying to find a cure yeah. as well, isn't he? But then he finds those hippies that, yeah, the, because he's he's immune, isn't he? He's immune uh, to the virus. Mm. He's got some rare blood type, and he, they 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 want to try and synthesize his blood to to create a a cure. But um, but there's no dog in the um in the Charlton Heston they version. They completely. I always worry about films out. with dogs in. Mm. What just they're acting or, or getting <laughs> get, get them to try and act? Well, I think just, we go on. Well, that it might turn into like a. Well, I suppose it a does schmalt, a schmaltz fest. Yeah. Well, in the book, it's quite. I think like and a. He's a. It's a buddy. It's a buddy. Yeah. I mean, with, it, effectively, in this Will Smith version, the dog is a surrogate. Well, he's got no one else, has he? No, so. it's a surrogate child or yeah. whatever. I think it does. I think he even calls it a. He's, he, he kind of humanises it. It's been anthropomorphised mm. in this because he, he, he like... He loves that dog. He, he loves it, but he does... Not in that way. Not in... Well, he, a man does get lonely. <laughs> he, he, what you don't see, we don't know. But, but, um, but yeah, I think he treats it more like a human being than he does a dog. Mm. Um, but in, in the Charlton Heston version... Uh, there is no dog, and in the book, I think it's more about him. He's trying to be what this is the the only real thing I remember. I remember like the vampires trying mm. to seduce mm. Neville because mm. there, there is like sort of are they called succubus? Right. There's like female. Oh, okay. Um, vampires, stroke, whatever you want to call them, zombies yeah. in the book, and they're they're sort of taunting Neville because he's obviously very sexually frustrated because he's you know he's trying Heston. Well. <laughs> He probably wasn't. He probably just stroked his his carbine um, yeah. rifle, didn't he? That probably got yeah, him off. Yeah, that was his. Uh, that was um, his phallus. Yeah, that was his <laughs> extension to his manhood. So he probably just gave that a good a good uh, buffing, <laughs> oiled it up or whatever. Oh, kept it cocked and loaded. That's it. You never you never know when there's going to be an invasion. Those damn commies. But um, so yeah, in the book, it's more about I think um, it's. Neville, the character coaxing <clears throat> this dog because he's so lonely mm. and he wants to befriend it. And then the irony of it is he's, he spends months trying to coax this dog and the dog's obviously very nervous. Mm. And then when he finally does sort of get to semi befriending it, the bloody thing goes and dies. 
And I remember a scene where he sees it in the gutter, like sort of dead. So it's like a real, you know, uh, sort of pessimistic, nihilistic mm. sort of thing. Whereas in this version, the dog is his friend immediately. Yeah, yeah. There's none of that coaxing, and it's more. It's almost like Dancing with Wolves, you know, the bit mm. you know where yeah. um, Costner's trying to befriend the wolf. What do you what? Do you prefer? Which? I th- I kind of like the uh, I kind of like the book version better because it's it emphasizes he, he's basically totally lonely and I think what I didn't what I didn't finish earlier but um because you you know you don't recall this film but um in this the uh, the sort of vampire stroke zombies they're, they're quite simple minded creatures and in in the book they're very clever they've retained their intellect mm. whereas this they're just like they're more like cannon fodder you know zombies they are yeah. more like zombies in this in this film because i think this was this was kind of like the beginning of the zombie craze you know we had the dawn of the dead remakes and all mm. the remakes and just before mm. uh you know um the walking dead and stuff yeah. so they, i think they tried to make these to ride that crest of zombie movie interest Shaun of the dead etc mm. they made these more like zombies right Whereas in um, the book there are vampires, but they, like I said, they retain their intellect, and there's like a leader of the va- vampire stroke zombies who basically wants to get Neville out. They want to destroy him because, you know, the, the, as if if I remember the crux of the book is, mm. he's like, um, he's kind of like the alien in it all. Like he, he although he is the last man standing, you know, he he is. He's not like everyone else. No. He was like everyone else mm. when humanity was yeah. was alive and flourishing. And now he's become the yeah. legend. Outsider. An outsider. They want to basically kill him because he's different mm. than than him than them. So there's a there's a whole thing about um, you know, he's his difference. Yeah. And, you know, um, being alien. And um yeah, one of the scenes I remember in the book is they they basically prey on his sexual frustration. He and this the leader of the of the vampires sends out some sort of sexy vampire women to sort of strip, and they do like a dance outside his house where he's all held up in this like fortress, isn't he? Yeah. Which which also the films they do use that idea of him being in a fortress yeah. that he's that he's created, and they're all doing like a nudie naked dance, trying to come on Neville, come out. You know, you're you're just wasting away in there, and you know, look at what we've got some fine, fine ass looking vampire ladies here, <laughs> um, who who want to introduce themselves to you, and he has to really fight the urge because mm. he's, you know, he's he, you know, and, yeah. they, and that, that they make more of that in the book that it's more of a meditative. What would you do if you were completely on your own? You are basically the last of your kind, mm. which he effectively is. No, yeah. there's no one else. You know, and that's a sort of trope that's in in so many horror and sci-fi movies. I was thinking, I was just about to say, there's no one else like you left. Yeah, which is a line from the yeah, Body Snatchers, yeah. isn't yeah, it? Yeah. So it's that it's that whole. It's almost like a reverse yeah, Body there Snatchers. Are quite a few films that do do that. that you know, um. so it's kind of like you know, it's subverting that that kind of storyline. Whereas mm. he's almost the the enemy, if you like. Yeah. In the book. Yeah, you know he's an oddity. He's an anachronism. You know um, these vampires—they're the evolution. They're the future, mm. and he's the past, basically. And I think they make a little bit of a virtue of that in um, in in the Omega Man. Like you know, the old ways, the wheels, brother, isn't it? There's all that thing in the Omega yeah, yeah. Man. The old ways, brother. Yeah. Forget the old and ways. He's trying to cling on to that. And exactly. Exactly. Bring it back. Yes. You know, and it's, and it's, a, it's much more of an interesting metaphysical sort of debate in the book i mean and the films 
there's elements of that in the films. They kind of retain little elements of that, but they kind of just fudge it a little bit, yeah. and they don't get to the nitty gritty of it. And I think that's the problem with all the movie adaptations, is they kind of miss the, in a way, miss they the miss point. the point of the book. Yeah, yeah. You know that that is the point of the book. But they're the adapt, like you said, the book was written in the fifties, I think, or sixties or mm. whatever. So they're trying to adapt it for the time, for the era. Yeah, like you said. With the Charlton Heston one, there's like hippies. Yes, in, yeah, and, yeah. You know, and I guess this one, they trying to. Uh, I can't think of. The well, word. I think with this, they were trying to tap into the zombie craze that was kind of yeah. quite fledgling, but it was it was there, and unfortunately, they it's it, it's it's quite this film suffers from being quite simplistic yeah um, in a different way than the Omega Man does because the Omega Man is quite simplistic as well but it's a bit more of a you know like you said it's got hippies mm. it's like Charlton Heston's the establishment isn't he he's like yeah. you know he's he's the military establishment and they're like hey we're it's all going to be like a hippie utopia because you know that was you, was that pre-Manson 71 yeah so I guess hippies were seen as perhaps, in a way, that lifestyle probably was seen a little bit as the future, wasn't it? A little bit. Yeah. We're going to have free love and it's yeah. going to be utopian and there's not going to be war and hey man. Because mm. uh, that's the thing with the, you know, like you've just said there, in Charlton Heston film, the Omega Man, he's the, he's the old way. Yeah. And we're gonna, we've got a new way now and yeah. it's, you know, it's love and... You know, and peace and, and obviously a bit of zombie death as well. Or whatever. <laughs> well, whatever. well, they're not really zombies in... In the Charnessa film, are they really? No. They're kind of pasty-faced. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing that that film kind of gets right, is those... Um, they're out like albinos, aren't they? Or albinos. Yes, yes, that's right. If you're American, yeah, yeah. I guess. But they, but they retain their intellect. They're still rational thinking beings. Whereas and in, in this, they're just like blood-crazed. Mindless. Yeah. Of, yeah. Zombies. Yeah. Which is a shame. It's like... I, I just think that was an unnecessary change to the... Maybe they wanted to distance themselves from the old um, movie, but how many people would really remember, mm. um, you know, the Omega Man? Yeah. It's a bit of a cult film, isn't it? But it's not a... Do you think this film gets anything right from the the actual book? Or... Well, I, I, we were talking earlier, and I was saying it's a film of two halves, and I think it kind of is. I think, I think the first half... They've kind of gone for the more intellectual sort of exploration of Neville's <clears throat> psyche, mm. um, and about then being alone and about being alone, and yeah. that's quite effective. Yeah, the isolation part of it is is quite mm. well done in this film. Mm. It's when it's when they sort of I think they tie themselves in a few knots with the plot, and um, and what they borrow, I believe, in this film from the Charlton Heston film is is that um, Smith's kind of like a masonic character in this he's a bit like the messiah right so there's a lot of allusions to that in this film which annoy me and which i will flag up if i if, if i see them mm. and i'm reminded but you know in heston remember in the omega man mm. there's a blatant christ yeah um sort of parallel isn't it mm. do you remember at the end when he's like on he's been oh, yeah, he's been yeah. speared hasn't he yeah and his blood is like it's like the blood of christ yeah you know it's the it's the saviour. He's the saviour because he's like immune and he's been speared and he's like dying um, in a, I think in a fountain. 
um, which they can t- they take some a water bottle, don't they? I'm not mm. sure how scientifically medically <laughs> accurate that is. If you, you just drink it, just takes Charlton Heston's <laughs> blood. Maybe that's a thing. Like you know, he's, Charlton Heston was so he was so manly that even his blood would cure. Well, there's disease. probably a lot of testosterone, <laughs> testosterone in that in that blood. It was it was flowing through his veins, yeah, wasn't it? He was yeah, probably yeah. almost 99 percent pure testosterone. Yeah. And um, so maybe that was a theory that Charlton Heston's blood will will save the world, but um, but he's he when he when he's dying he kind of falls like in a Christ-like pose. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. And yeah. It's quite pretentious. Yeah. Um, but quite but there's something a bit cheesy cheesy about it and quite but you know cheesily enjoyable. But I think yeah he's kind of he he's basically like the Messiah. Mm. He's not the Messiah. He's a very <laughs> naughty boy, but he is the Messiah. Mm. And I think that's kind of what they. Um, that's the kind of thing that this film borrows from that film. Mm. Whereas in the book, he he wasn't seen as uh, I, I don't I don't remember it being it, maybe it was subtly explored. Yeah, but I not, don't remember them saying like oh he's the savior. He, you know he he was it was the opposite. He was the yeah, antichrist yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, you know he and, was trying to. Um, he was trying to like you were saying stick to the old ways. Yeah. Well, those the old ways were gone. You know, you're clinging on to something, you know, that you yeah. don't need to. Embrace the new way. Yeah. And so, in a way, the yeah, the book, all the films have, have, have done the opposite. Mm. They've made Neville into, like, a heroic figure. Yeah. And he never was in the book, really. No, and no. that's what the, the these films kind of miss. Mm. But they do it because th- that's a crowd-pleasing yeah. thing, isn't it? You don't want no your hero... A, no one wants a villainous no. leading character, do they? No. Which I think is a shame. I think they're always more interesting, and I, I, and I always think, I don't know if you feel this, but I always feel films are more interesting when there is shades of grey, oh, and, yeah, and ambiguity. It's much more real, isn't it? Mm. But, um, I think a lot of times in films, uh, the people that make them think that's not what the people want. I don't know. Maybe I think that's what it is. Maybe a lot of people don't. They don't want to see Will Smith as like a a villain. Yeah. Or, or ambiguous and ambiguously a morally ambiguous character. Yeah, they want to be on his side. Exactly, exactly. And, and I think that's probably you can imagine like the script meeting, can't you? Really, mm. and and like when they're saying, "Well, we're going to do that. We're going to adapt this book again." But actually, Neville's not particularly likable. We need him, and um, we need <clears> him <throat> likable. So a, they hire a likable leading man. They yeah. get Will Smith. Yeah. And I'm sure that that brings baggage with it as well, doesn't it? Mm. So. You know, you know, you're not going to be morally ambiguous, Will. You're going to be Will Smith, the action hero, yeah. the hero that people, that an audience is going to latch onto and relate mm. to. Got to root, root for him. Yeah, which is a shame in a way because, I mean, and, and like I say, um, you, you take a book like a classic. I believe you know, I don't know how you feel about it, but I think that book's a modern, mm. not that modern nowadays. But mm. it's it to me, it's up there with Bram Stoker's Dracula. I mean, mm. it reinvented the, the the sort of vam vampire myth, yeah, in a very clever way and updated it. And I, I'm Richard Matheson. I think is obviously a very clever writer as well. He's done a lot of good stuff that's been adapted into movies. I think he wrote for the Twilight Zone as well. I believe he right. wrote scripts for you know the old. Mm. A Rod Serling, um, black and white series, but um, but yeah, if you're going to take a book, why? This has always been a thing that I think we've talked about in other podcasts. But if you're going to rewrite a book so much that it ceases to be the book, then why not just do something original? Yeah, and not call it mm. that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, call it something different. Because yeah, I understand it's a it's a different medium, isn't it? Mm. Like, mm. You know, but 
That doesn't mean... But look, spaghetti westerns. Mm. I mean, you look at, you know, those films are masterpieces, not all of them, but I mean, you know, like Once Upon a Time in the West, and Charlie Bronson, he's not a good guy, mm. you know, he's morally ambiguous. Mm. Um, you know, films like Apocalypse Now, you know, Martin Sheen, he's mm. a morally ambiguous character. They're yeah. not easily relatable characters. No. Yeah, they, um, Taxi Driver, Yeah, you know, yeah, a lot of characters that... Um, De Niro's played yeah. a lot of Scorsese movies and, yeah, yeah. and you could argue Tarantino um, sort of later um, obviously influenced by well I say influenced by sort of Scorsese and, and, and others Altman maybe but I mean you know they're more those films do stand the test of time mm. um, and their characters are more interesting like you say they're more human they're more believable they're yeah. more um, but this film you know it's it's a crowd pleaser um, they want to get bums on seats, mm. so they simplify the themes. They don't want to make them too complex for a mainstream movie audience, unfortunately, no. because they might they feel like they're going to lose the audience if they yeah. do that. If it was a you know an indie uh, interpretation of it, well, it that's exactly it. Be it would be a totally different film. You're totally right. You're totally right. I mean, that's probably the the, the best way you could have approached this film. But, you know, but this film needed a massive budget to do all the visual effects and and you know people weren't going to watch a 150 million dollar art house movie well that's that's the whole art and commerce yeah conundrum isn't it you know and not being derogatory to the sort of people that went to see this but they probably weren't aware of they probably weren't the even, didn't know it was a book yeah or, i'm sure i mean i'm sure 70 or the other you know, adaptation we throw a random statistic out say 70 percent of it never even knew it was a pre-existing movie or or book yeah the they went reason, to see because it, it was a will smith movie. yeah will smith's in that oh it looks good yeah he was good in bad it. boys yeah. and bad boys 2 yeah um so yeah i'll go and see it because of that and you know I'm not sure if you. Well, what do you what do you think your you... typical Will Smith, um, you know, film, movie guy would have thought of this? Uh, I mean, I know we haven't watched it all yet. We're kind of about twenty minutes in there. Well, like you said, it. They probably thought it's a bit slow to start. Mm -hmm. It's a bit. And that's something that I mean, sort of has more in common with the with the Omega Man. Yeah. It is got a bit of a slow build. Yeah. But they probably like the second half. Which is more action yeah. orientated. Yeah. And which is, I think personally is when the film loses its way a little bit mm. because it kind of jettisons the uh the more sort of introspective drama aspect mm. and it goes more for the uh the CGI blowout. That's something else we're gonna talk about a bit later is how poor the CGI is realised. And also, um, how this film nearly got made 10 years previous, about 10 years, by Ridley Scott. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, did you did you know that? I... Had you when heard you, that? When you said it... Did uh, it ring a bell? Oh, it did ring a bell with... It was, there was quite a lot of abortative movies around that time. I remember that was also around the time that Mad Max, another Mad Max film, was muted. Right. And... Um, they even and I was reading up on this the other day. It's quite it's quite fascinating actually. It was um, they they came they actually came as far as I know. I don't know if it was second unit stuff, but um, and this you know I could be wrong about this, but I think they actually came that close to filming 
um, they'd signed all the contracts. Mel Gibson was back. Right. He was gonna. They were gonna film it. It was all. I think all the. I don't know much about the storyline. How it differed from Fury Road that finally came out. Obviously, mm. pff, what uh, fifteen years later or whatever it was, thirteen years later. But um, but but Mel was signed on, mm. and they got sets all built, as far as I understand it. And it was going to be filmed in Nambia. Okay. But there was a big civil war. Right. That happened, and basically it got scrapped because the insurance was too high and they were worried about the safety of the actors and and then of course Mel had his little problems and stuff didn't he yeah. so <laughs> it, it just got put on the back burner but that came very close to being shot as far as I know as that far as I hear it with, it would have been with, with Mel as well it would have been and I, I probably would have been a, a lot more interested in seeing that than the um, Tom Hardy version oh God, yeah personally yeah no I, I did watch that I didn't I didn't like it I think there's some, there's some iconic characters, and, and we're going off on a tangent here, but that's all good. I think there's just some iconic characters that you can't recast. Mm. It's like, um, you know, whatever you think of the Indiana Jones franchise, <clears throat> that's Harrison Ford. Mm. You know, Han Solo is Harrison Ford. Yeah. It's like when they tried, to, you know, they did the prequel to, they did Solo, didn't they? Yeah. And obviously it was a prequel, so they cast a younger actor. Mm. But it's not Harrison Ford. No. Did people really want to see a film about uh, you know a character that's been basically embodied by an actor mm. played by someone else? It just isn't the same, isn't it? No. It's like a bad cover. I always akin it to or compare it to like a bad cover version. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, you've got a band doing a Led Zeppelin song, but it's not Led Zeppelin. It's just it's you know you go you know you go to a pub and watch a covers band. Mm. You think well, well, I do anyway. I think well, I'd kind of rather be watching the yeah. real thing if, yeah. I, if I if if at all possible. If I can't watch them, I'd rather listen to the real thing. Well, that's the same with a, a lot of remakes or reboots or whatever you want to call them. You know, um, half the time they're totally unnecessary. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, they they are unnecessary. I mean, you could you could argue that sequels are unnecessary, really. Yeah. But I think if you absolutely, if you if you really absolutely have to make a sequel, it is your duty to get the, if at all possible, unless they're dead, mm. to get the original cast back. Yeah. Because otherwise, or just make something else or make something original. Yeah. yeah. Ideally, make something original. Yeah. But if you Which... re- if you really can't help yourself and you have to make a sequel. Don't do a crappy like soft reboot where you recast mm. actors, or you get, a, or it's a prequel where you get younger people to yeah, play. Yeah. You know, it just comes out. I think it's a bit. But bit making something shallow. original these days seems to be well, yeah. very few and far between. Like, there doesn't seem to be. I don't know. I don't know if it's laziness or just. Um, there aren't any original ideas out there. I don't well, you know. think we've got another Ghostbusters movie we've got to watch, even though mm. um, you know they already seem to have stalled a few years ago with a with a reboot. Yeah. Don't know if you've ever watched that one. No, the, the I Ghostbusters movie. The all female. I must admit, I gave up because it was just it was again. It's like a poor cover version. I just don't. It's got nothing to do with Why? the fact that there's what? women playing. You know, no. there was all that thing at the time, like oh, they're taking male characters and turning into women it's woke mm. that word which mm. I'm still a, I don't, I mean, we're old we're old people we don't mm. really know what, I mean we don't really know what woke means no I mean we're not, we're nearly 50 now so to I me I woke up this morning I woke yeah well I, yeah I was semi <laughs> I was semi awake awake well not well, I don't know I didn't wake up with a semi <laughs> well, I might have so it's a male problem isn't it not, not at my age fucking hell is that woke I don't know 
That's something completely different. <laughs> <laughs> but it could be. Yeah, mm. maybe maybe that's maybe waking up with an erection uh, is woke these days. I don't know. Yeah. But I'm a bit worried. But I mean, you know, um, so it had nothing to do with the fact that it was women playing, you know, the male characters. You didn't get the semi when you watched it. No. No, no, I got a, it was, no, I felt quite impotent watching it. <laughs> It's quite floppy because it was just not funny. It was just not funny. I mean, I'm not saying you know, but Ghostbusters the the. Are original. you saying women are? No, can't no, be funny. no, no. Okay, well, let's let's get that. They can be funny. Of course, they can. Can they? In, in what? I'll get back get back to you on that. <laughs> Sorry. No, they no, they, they can be. Oh, Victoria Wood was funny. Who was Victoria Wood? She's dead now, so she's not funny anymore. Right. I thought I thought she was funny back then. Uh, French and Saunders were kind of funny for a while. Yeah. And then became unfunny. Um, who else? Come funny, on, funny women. Funny women. Um, drop the dead. No, we're not drop the dead donkey. What was that thing? The, something about smack the pony. Oh yes, they were funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they were yeah, funny. Yeah, I don't know, for viewers out there who are probably have never heard of that, Google it. But they were mm. like an all-female comedic troupe, weren't they? Marty Kane. <laughs> she was funny in the seventies, wasn't she? Because she smoked a fag, and she told blue jokes that norm that was that was normally the the domain of men, wasn't it? Yeah, Telling blue yeah. jokes. So I guess yeah, she was know. she was Why funny. Like, I think she I, might have made me laugh when I watched her. Probably when, when I was about I don't know what was it, eight or something. Um, yeah. Um, but what's I got to the oh Ghostbusters? Yeah, it was just it was like I said, it was a bad. You know, they could have cast men; it wouldn't have made any difference. It was a bad cover version of a de- of a good film, and they just basically. I'd just like to meet the person whose idea it was. I don't know. Well, you know, I. Okay, this is getting into woke territory here, but you know, this is I don't know if this is controversial or not, but I mean, I, to be honest with you, all this woke and SJW social justice warrior thing, it goes totally over my head. I don't really understand it. I don't. I don't think there's really an agenda to, um, uh, what do you call it? Like um to force female characters onto unsuspecting audiences. Well, why, it's what it's what sells, isn't it, really? And I, I think, you know... Um, why couldn't they make an original... Positive reinforcement, all, is that all, what it's called? All female... That would have been more interesting, though. I don't know. An all-female what? Another all-female film... Oh, well, but these isn't, but isn't, isn't attached isn't to the Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters franchise. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Do that, do that. Just seemed bizarre to me yeah. I think it was but I, but I think it was kind of you know there's two sort of schools of thought here I mean there was a school of thought I think initially that female led movies were good for box office right so everyone <clears throat> like Hollywood loves a bandwagon don't they so mm. it's a bandwagon jumping someone's had a successful like Hunger Games okay mm. let's just use that for an example okay mm. and, and uh, you know there's no science that's proven this but I mean like this is just speculation but that was a big success for, yes. the, for the movie studios yeah. wasn't it and it was a female led mm. franchise right um, I think they got three movies out of that did they yeah um, right. so it was so you know Hollywood sees dollar signs, don't they? They're not. Mm. In, they're not they're, they're, there's no sort of altruistic or, or social conscience with Hollywood. Really, it's no. like that made a lot of money. We're going to do more like that. Yeah, that's 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 basically and, it. Yeah. So they thought female-led movies. And they're they making out, money now. And they come out looking. Yeah, good. yeah, progressive. Like, oh, with look. black people like. Same oh, with that. Yeah. Same with that. Yeah. Well, there's not. It enough. is tokenism, really. Yeah. Um, but, but, but you know, like under. 
a veneer yeah. of um, progressiveness. Yeah. Because that's Hollywood, isn't like it? Like the... Uh, what was it? Black Panther. Yeah, film. yeah, exactly. Which we've spoken about before. Yeah. Which we won't go into again. But, you know, it's a mediocre movie. Mm. Um, not unlike a lot of other Marvel movies. Mm. I'm not singling out Black Panther as being, oh, it's because it's got black characters in it. It's because it's a mediocre movie. Mm. And I thought the last Spider-Man movie was as mediocre, if not yeah. more so. So it's got nothing to do with the, the, the race or the gender. Mm. It's just... It, mediocre yeah and you know that's you can't well for me i couldn't paint it as anything else i came out of the movie and i thought well that was a bit mm. naff and um, regardless of who was in it it was a generic superhero movie and, yeah. and they're ten a penny these days aren't they the same way i felt about justice league um i know you don't see um no although i've kind of i've i've um pull back on my dc on my on my um superhero comic book movies because i haven't even bothered seeing like um, Aquaman, I didn't even bother. I mean, that just sounded. Naff. I did see that. Oh, you that, did! Isn't yeah. there an irony? Yeah. And I'm comic book movie I, man. Wasn't. So, true. what did you make of that? It was absolute rubbish. Was it? Yeah. Well, he was in Justice League. He was the fish guy in Justice League, and he yeah. was rubbish in that. And the film, but that film was rubbish. And I was yeah. like, well, why would I pay money to go and see a film solely about him? When A, he was rubbish in the movie I did see him in, mm. and that movie was rubbish anyway, so I so I gave that a hard miss, that one. Yeah. Apparently it, the, the, the lady's like the, you know, the actor who... Oh, yeah, what's his name? I don't know. I know you mean. He's, he's from Game of Thrones originally, wasn't he? Well, not, yeah. was he a, no, he's a wrestler originally, isn't he? Another, he's another he? wrestler. Oh, what, like... Um, like The Rock. I think he's another wrestler-made actor. Stone Cold. Oh, Steve Austin, yeah, <laughs> which we need to talk about at some point. That's the that's in the uh, in the movies that time forgot. Yeah, it's in the that's in the intro. in the vlog. That's that's the video oh, cast, yeah, yeah, isn't yeah. it? That's not yeah. a podcast. That's a yeah, vlogcast. That's, yeah, we're we're going up in in the world. We're into visual medium. We're trying to yeah. You'll probably lose more views when they see what we look like. <laughs> um, but. Um, so yeah, um, where were we? Yeah, comic book movies or whatever. I mean, I know we've gone off a tangent here, but it all kind of ties in with this really because I think two thousand and I've and I've discovered when this film was made. Now I I, I went back and looked. It's two thousand and seven. This film was made, and I think that was kind of that was kind of on the cusp of a new a new wave of Hollywood commercialism. Really, mm. you know, the superhero movies were kind of they were kind of getting quite. I think Iron Man had already come out, so they were becoming a big property, a big franchise mm -hmm. thing. I mean, I mean, I'm actually talking of franchise. I mean, they even they even talked about making a sequel to this, and um, you know, I'm not going to spoil the ending, but um, really, um, logically, there's no way this could have been a sequel. No. But they were like, oh no, we want to do this. And I'm, there's, there's obviously a script somewhere or a treatment mm. somewhere because mm. it was it was seriously spoken about. Um, I think just before this film came out, this film was a moderate success. Mm. It wasn't a huge box office hit, but I think it did moderate box office. And it probably, the bean counters who look at these things probably said, well, a sequel's just about viable. Yeah. But they probably needed to shave lots off the budget. Um, and Will Smith has you know, spoken about reprising his role, but it was going to be a prequel. Oh, right. Because that was a thing at the time, and it yeah. still is today, isn't it? Yeah. Not sure quite how they would no. have done that. Yeah. Um, and um, it, you know, it would have been far removed from the uh, from the book 
um, but they but they did speak about it. It was seriously spoken about, it. and actually, in until quite recently, I believe. Oh, okay. In not that long ago, but I think it's that it's dead and buried now, and you know, right, you know, rightfully so. To be honest with you, mm. I think it's a bad idea. You were talking about um, <clears throat> the fact that Ridley Scott was. Oh yeah, Ridley it. Scott and Schwarzenegger. Arnold what, Schwarzenegger. Was, how do you was, think that would have turned out? Well, I, probably. You know, that would probably have been flawed too, really, because Schwarzenegger's not an actor, is he? No. So it's like, I think they really struggled to get the get it right, really. So, that again... Who would you have... They wanted Schwarzenegger because he was a name, like they wanted Will Smith because he yeah. was a name. So and like Charlton Heston. Like Charlton Heston was a, yeah. a, exactly, a huge and star. You could comment about his acting and, ability. And, 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 well, exactly. And, and to be honest with you, that's totally right. There's parallels there. I think he... And you, you know, maybe you, you can agree or disagree, but I think he was very much a Schwarzenegger of his time. Yes, yeah. Because he was, it was, he was a man. It was brawn. He, was I mean, he wasn't muscly like Schwarzenegger. No, but he was. But he was a man, exactly. Yeah. He was a manly man with a gun, with a gun and an attitude. Yeah. And Schwarzenegger is, I mean, all right. He would save you, wouldn't he? Yeah, right. yeah. Heston come, and and Schwarzenegger. Yeah, yeah. Combined, come with me yeah. if you want to live. Is, uh, <laughs> is is Schwarzenegger's Terminator line, isn't it? <laughs> So you, you know, you, yeah, you trusted him. Well, when he wasn't killing you in the first Terminator yeah. movie, which was the better, the best Terminator movie, if you ask me. When he was, when he was a villain, mm. that was the he was interesting. Um, it was the yeah. When when they softened him and made him like kiddie friendly and that's the La Vista baby, I, I, I always thought no. that was a bit naff. That I mean, it's a great film Terminator too, but now I think the first one has the edge because mm. it's like he's like an unstoppable murderer you know he's a, yeah they got a well, yeah he's, he's a killer isn't he he's a terminator he's a terminator so you've got yeah that's the that's the name of the movie yeah terminator so oh no no he's a he's a savior now mm. he's not a ter- he doesn't terminate mm. people or he only he only terminates bad guys no in terminator he terminated everyone yeah he's a fucking terminator <laughs> so yeah why why sanitize it and yeah you know that's 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 hollywood though isn't yeah. it you know because that you know the 90s oh we're a bit more caring and a bit more you know post yuppie era we want to be more caring and sharing so we're going to take the terminator mm. but in a, in a really clever twist he's going to be a nice guy now he's going to save people you know or you know do me a favor mm. but yes schwarzenegger like you say very much and like ridley scott. and ridley scott I, mean, I think visually it would look stunning um so it probably would have totally succeeded visually um, but it probably would have failed in the acting stakes because Schwarzenegger's mm. not an actor, is he? That's probably why it wasn't made. I, I think probably some of it. And and Schwarzenegger's star was a little bit on the wane, even in... I mean, if you look at some of the stuff he produced in the 90s, there's a lot of really bad stuff there. Mm. Uh, there's one about cloning called the... I think it's called the sixth day or something and then there's the end of days and erasure that we were talking about oh yeah, yeah. there's a lot of really almost like straight to video mm. i mean um that six day film it was it's it was on netflix i don't know if it still is and i and i tried watching it and it's so dated and literally it's not that old a film it's about 2001 i think right and the, <clears throat> the really ropey effects in it really bad um cgi mm. And it, it looks like a film from the 80s, really. And I get, you know, well, or from the mid 90s. I guess mm. 2001, it was, you know, we, we weren't that far out of the 90s, but it looks like a really bad, it's a really bad film, basically. Yeah. And, you know, it's it, it's cheesy and corny and, yeah. But I mean, I think Schwarzenegger's star was on the wane. And I think probably the studio balked at a huge budget sci fi. Mm 
movie yeah. with Schwarzenegger as the lead. But you were just about to say, who would you... Well, that's a really good question. Who would you cast as Neville? Hmm. What, I've, from today or... Well, I, well, I, uh, I think... I think Well, if we're looking at movie adaptations, say it was going to be made in the 90s mm. when it was first um, muted to be made... Mm. Or suggested, I would probably would have gone with someone like Gary Oldman or Clive Owen or someone like that, or you know, someone with a bit of acting chops, yeah, who could do intense and brooding. Um, Christian Bale, I don't know, he, he Christian I Bale, could oh, see, I could on. see Brad Pitt. Well, Brad did World War Z, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, so similar thing. Who knows, yeah. maybe he was up for, yeah, maybe he, I you, never saw that, I don't know, yeah, not good either, no. but um. Yeah, it's just someone a bit brooding and intense, I think, and not not a typical action hero because I think again, like all the adaptations, aside from the what which one we haven't really spoken <clears throat> about, the Last Man on Earth, which had Vincent Price in it. Yeah, which is probably the when you've not seen that, and I I've watched it once. Right, but that's probably the closest to Neville from the book. Um, he's because he's just like a normal guy almost, you know. He's well, not he... he's not a muscly, you know, gun toting, mm. you know. Alpha male. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I would have gone with... Well, but go on, well, Carrie, well, what were you going to say? Who would you have casted? say, as he's supposed to be a doctor or a chemist or whatever he is, a biologist, what is he? What is he? I think he, he is supposed to be like a virologist, virologist or a biologist or, you know, med, med, you know, someone who deals with medicine, basically. I, I, you know, there are probably not many that look like Will Smith, are there? No, no, they're probably like, like more like uh, Einstein, aren't they? So they're crazy would be, heads. Would be a bit more interesting to have someone looking slightly more normal. Yeah, every day. And I, I mean, I guess that's another thing that takes you a little bit out of the movie, doesn't it? That all the all the stories that, like you say, he's he he just he you know Will Smith doesn't look like a normal guy, does he? No. Really? he's you know he's an exceptional guy, yeah. and like you say, most scientists. You know, they're a bit dowdy. Yeah, they're probably, they? and they're probably uh, haven't got much common sense. Well, they probably don't work. They probably don't work out as much as he does no. in this film. He's always like doing <laughs> not, his biceps. Not as good with a, you know, gun. A semi-automatic. No. Yeah. No. So yeah, you you know you're looking at whoever. If you were going to make it in the seventies, probably whoever was in Mash at the time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Or. Yeah, or maybe you know, um, maybe a Christopher Walken or someone. I don't know. Does, yeah. does he look good in a lab coat? He probably did. He was in Brainstorm, wasn't he? I think he had he a lab was. coat in there, and so yeah, someone who who's not necessarily an action yeah. star. Yeah. Um, a Clooney, maybe. I don't know. No, yeah. Clooney's, a, oh, Clooney's a bit good looking, isn't he? Really? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, what about? Um, this is. Let's do. Yeah, let's do our sort of dream casting of like Iron a Legend. Brian Cranston. Someone like that's that. more that would be more plausible and I think that's you know while we're, this is kind of interesting now because we've gone into in adaptations and, and it's like um, Minority Report which mm. I think is a very good Philip K. Dick because we name checked Philip mm. K. Dick earlier but in the in the short story he's like an overweight a bit like Blade mm. a bit like Deckard in, in Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep mm. he's, they're, like, they're both kind of like overweight kind of yeah. you know they're not Tom Cruise and they're not Harrison Ford. Yeah. You know, and they, those films, those stories were very, they cast against type kind of thing yeah. as regarding the story. Um, 
So yeah, in uh, in Minority Report, he's just like a normal sort of slightly dumpy mm. average guy, no, like like the guy from, like the character from Total Recall, mm. and who they cast in that Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm. Not box office, though, is it? It's not box office, exactly. Yeah. No one's going to want to watch Brian Cranston in... Mm. Well, ironically, Brian Cranston was in the remake of uh, Total Recall. Oh, was he? Which is... I haven't there's, seen There's that. a weird kind of synergy and mm. serendipity there, isn't there? So you would have said you would have cast Brian Cranston, yeah, yeah. In, which makes sense. But... Um, I think he is in the remake. I'm pretty sure he's in the remake, um, but that's Colin Farrell. Yeah. It's a terrible film. Why did they remake that? But yeah, why did they remake that? Oh, my God. Exactly. Terrible. Mm. Um, like, they wrote, like they remade Robocop. That was another thing like, well, I haven't in the noughties a bit. There was like the... Uh, well, that's the 2010s, isn't it? Yeah. There was a, uh, oh, let's remake Robocop. Mm. And, and But not let's make it not anything like Robocop. <laughs> and like, oh, let's do Total Recall. Let's cast Colin Farrell mm. and... And make it neither like well, I think it, it probably got some things more right with the uh, short story, but mm. it got a lot wrong. And um, the thing with Total Recall, the Paul Verhoeven movie, is whatever you think of Schwarzenegger's acting, that film is very iconic and and very effective in on its own terms. Yeah, and like, so like you said. Or you you intimated. I think trying to remake that is is an exercise in futility, mm. really, isn't it? Mm. Why would you do it? Oh, what? So you, so the effects are better, but that's about it, really. It's just recycling. It is. It's it like for, exactly uh, a new audience. Yeah, and hoping that they'll. Oh, my dad spoke. You know, my dad <clears throat> spoke about that film. Yeah, he's mentioned that film. Oh, I'll go and see a new version of it. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I. I that's well, that's Hollywood, isn't it? It's just yeah. It's just bereft of new ideas, mm. isn't it? It's yeah, quite a lot of the time. It's it's creatively bankrupt. You mm. could you could argue, but it's, yeah, but put yeah, throw that money at a new idea. Mm. You got two hundred million dollars. Let's make a really good original sci-fi movie. But then you know the fear is. Who's going to watch it? Yeah. You've got a name. People, it, it is that thing of familiar, familiarity, isn't it? Oh, I've heard of Total Recall. Yeah. I've heard of Robocop. Yeah. It's a franchise. I've heard of it. So it's not like giving it a completely different name. Maybe something, you know, um, like whatever you think of Christopher Nolan movies, he can open a movie, can't he, like an original movie. Yeah. Like, you know, whatever you think <clears throat> of them, you know, like in, in Interstellar or Inception. Hmm. They're kind of he's made his movies. He's he's the brand, isn't he? Really, yeah, the yeah. director's the brand. Yeah. That's quite rare, I think, these days. Yeah, it is, isn't it? It's yeah. normally star power that opens yeah. a movie. And Director power is gone, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like so he, he, in a way, I suppose he apes uh, Kubrick in a hmm. way, hmm. or he'd like to. Is whereas you, you you know a Kubrick film was a must see film, wasn't it? Hmm. Back in the day. Um, so yeah, direct like you say, direct, like Hitchcock. Yeah, there's not many, is there? Yeah. Director was king. Um, yeah, I don't know if that's still. What well, the? I, I, no, I know. I think I think star power is still. Um, I think there are exceptions to the rule, like the Christopher Nolans, but there aren't many like that. Maybe the Ridley Scott. Tarantino. Oh, Tarantino. Yeah. 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 No, definitely. Because, you know, I mean, he's lucky because he can get good actors and, yeah. and big names in his movies because they want to be in his films. Um, but, you know, he didn't always start out like that, did he? I mean, you think of his early stuff. Yeah. They, they were a bit risky, weren't they? Yeah. I mean, he he used a lot of 
you know, inverted commas, has been in his yes, like Bruce did, Willis, yeah. whose yeah. career was Travolta. Yeah, both of their careers were pretty much over. He made a thing of that. Yeah, that became a thing. Yeah, he? it yeah, did become yeah. a thing. I'm going to yeah. revive someone's career. Yeah, yeah. Even Walken, Christopher Walken. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all those... Keitel, uh, yeah. really. I mean, what had he done since God knows forever? Yeah. Keitel. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, so he, 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 he saved a lot of careers and sort of re... Totally yeah. uh, re revived a lot of careers, didn't he? What did you think of the... <clears throat> Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Um, have you seen it? Yes. I thought it was really good. Even personally. the end. Spoilers. <laughs> um, bit over the top. I think in the... Co yeah, it was a bit over the top. I think in the context of the movie, I, I got... It was a bit over the top, as in... I think what, what like what he did a little bit with Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. Have you seen that? Yes. It was like, we, we get the point. You're yeah. kind of, it's a bit of a parody and a bit of a pastiche. Yeah. And you're kind of a re revisionism. Yeah. It's like, I think he did a better job of it in um, Once Upon a Time in America than he did in Glorious Bastards. Mm. And, you know, it was like, oh, it's like kind of wish fulfillment. You know, Hollywood would have been so much better if yeah. Manson hadn't, mm. you know, done all that. And mm. um, Tate was still alive. She could have gone on to... Yeah, bigger and better things. Um, Sharon Tate, and you know what if it's a big what if, isn't it? Mm. And I think it, it it yeah it kind of laboured it a bit. Yeah. Um. But it never sort of it didn't really set out to be a documentary, did it? Really? I mean, no. As that, it would have failed completely because obviously mm. he totally rewrote the Manson story. Yeah. But I think it was more of a wish fulfilment um, about the death of. Hollywood wasn't it really yeah um, he, he's obviously a massive movie lover and he's kind of suggesting in that film that you know the film landscape would have been so much different mm. and and it harkened back to a, a joyous golden era of movies yeah which I thought he, you know which I think that film really successfully and did DiCapri yeah DiCaprio his career sort of get on the slide yes yeah 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 because you know, obviously he was a Western actor, wasn't he? Yeah. So Westerns were kind of a, a dead thing back then, mm. weren't they? Really? Yeah. But um, I mean, I think the, the end of the film, if I remember, it suggests that he 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 his career would have been revived like DiCaprio's, wouldn't it? Because mm. he was a bit of a bum by the, by the end of it. Yeah. And, and doing that thing, killing the Manson family. Yeah. Um, revived his career, and he got a lot more roles, and Sharon Tate got a lot more roles, obviously because she was alive. Yeah. And what a joyous thing that would have been and you know so I think it was quite a lovely you know a bit of a nostalgia a nostalgia fest I think I think pro probably movie lovers would get more out of that movie than your, your average mm. cinema goer someone who's expecting I don't know what they were expecting really I mean I hadn't I I hadn't read any spoilers so I didn't know how it was going to end but I think the longer it went I was thinking he's going to pull a he might pull a Inglorious Barses on this mm. Because obviously, famously in that film, he killed Hitler, got assassinated, didn't he? Yeah. So it was, it was you know, rewriting history, basically. Mm. Um, there's your bad CGI. Sorry, we haven't really spoken about this film, really, but that's that's, that's all right. This was probably... Um, oh, hi, <laughs> this was probably state-of-the-art CGI back in 2007. Yeah. We, did you... Did, 
I don't know. Did people think it was good that... I, I, I remember thinking the human characters were really bad. I think the animals aren't too bad. <clears> but um, the, the trouble is when you've got a real dog, because this, this is... it is Unlike Harrison Ford's recent Call of the Wild movie, which I imagine the dogs probably look more like the CG dogs in this, that's a totally CG character in Call of the Wild. Yeah. If, if you yeah. Take, did you take the kids to see that? No, no, no. So when you've got like when you've got real people mixed with CGI of this sort of standard, mm. I think it always kind of grates, doesn't it? It's all, it always, sort yeah. of, It always does jar because you've got a real dog. Well, that's a that's a CG dog, probably, isn't mm. it? Yeah. But you've got CG mixed with live action. It it doesn't kind of mesh. When even the CG real dog looks a bit naff, there, doesn't it? Yeah. But I think they were being better off. I mean, going back to the Ridley Scott film, which we were talking about. Um, that was that would have been kind of I mean, CG was still about, but it was kind of it was kind of pre abundance of CGI, I think, and yeah. and they were going for more of a prosthetic look, which I think would have worked better if these was. I, I remember reading something about this, and they asked why didn't you go for prosthetic makeup, and I think maybe it was like a financial mm. decision because they all that all they thought the the test makeup wasn't good enough. So they went with CG in the end, but um, it it doesn't work. It looks like a cartoon, mm. and it does rather take it because um, I, I don't think any time the um, these vampire stroke zombies of this film they ever look really no realistic. No. They always look like special effects. Yeah, you can tell um, the way they move. You know, they don't move mm. like human beings. Um, they they look too you know stretchy and just. So rubber goes to show how <laughs> ironically they look more rubber than rubber pr- prosthetic yeah, makeup yeah, yeah. effects what, sorry what are you going to say just goes to show how um, technology and the effects have sort of come on in the <clears throat> 13 years since this oh definitely but I think also some even some recent films have looked ropey I think when you rely, I mean, even some of the like Marvel movies. Mm. I think when you're totally reliant on special effects to tell a story, that's, you know, if you if you think of even prosthetic makeup in the in the past, it was always they, it was always used sparingly. If you take something like the Thing, mm. it was more about what you didn't see, um, you know, like or, or Alien. Yeah. You know that you glimpsed the alien or the creature, and now you've got to see it all. Mm. It's all got to be there, and. Um, it's harder to hide um, dodgy effects really nowadays. Yeah. And people are much more savvy about, you know. Well, yeah, effects, they are, they? people are more film literate now, aren't yeah. they? Really? Even if they don't criticise it, they know what they, they, you know, they know what their brain's telling them. Their brain's telling them that looks really unbelievable. Mm. Um, yeah, this is, this is, Dogs, yeah, animals dying in movies. Spoiler time if you've never watched I Am Legend. Mm. Um, I think you know any any animal lover um, finds this uh, scene a little bit hard to take. But um, so so yeah, this is where the film of two halves kind of uh, really kicks in, really, mm. because you've had the first sort of half of the movie. It's more kind of contemplative, and Will Smith's character is a bit more tortured and lonely and then um they're about to introduce another character into this film that kind of i can see why they did it because you know narratively it made sense because you know 
the thing that got you watching or got you to this stage was basically watching um, Will and his relationship with his with his dog, mm. but he's just throttled it. So <laughs> that's gone now. So you need a replacement. It's just him. It's just him. And these. So where's the where's the tension? Yeah. And where's the drama going to come mm. from? So it's like you know, the board meeting where they're all talking about you know story story meetings. They think right, well, we need another character now. And in the book, there wasn't. Right. As far as I remember, mm. Mm. it was you. You had like the the head zombie stroke zombie guy, yeah, that was always taunting him. Um, but that probably wouldn't have worked for a movie. So they need to introduce a um, another character, and and this character they introduced kind of really uh, <clears throat> sort of it sort of I don't know it unbalances the film really. And and this is the thing I was going to talk about this earlier. Um, there's a lot of um, sort of religious symbolism in this film like mm. almost like you know what the omega man had a little bit of the, mm. he, he's like a christ-like figure but they begin to sort of really ramp up that that sort of um idea in this mm. because um they introduce a character and she's kind of a bit of a well i guess she's uh kind of an analog of the of the hippie character that was in the um uh, the Charlton Heston movie. Right. She's a bit of a free spirit, a bit of yeah. a hippie, but not seventies style hippie. More um, uh, metropolitan. Mm-hmm. She's like metrosexual. Is she metrosexual? I don't even know what that means now. But she's a bit more like uh, a character from Friends, maybe. Okay. Would that have been a thing, Phoebe. Yeah. I don't know. But um, so yeah, you can't even like you can't even lust after his canine companion <laughs> now, or and the, you know even the dummy that he goes to see, that he's no, kind she's, of she's not interested. She's not interested now, you know. So uh, I think he does ask her out. We didn't really talk about this, but yeah, he's he's arranged shop dummies in a in a video rental store that dates this film as well, doesn't it? Video rental store. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck finding one of them in today. Then probably in twenty twelve, <laughs> there probably were a few, weren't there? But you don't find you know there's no blockbusters anymore. No. But um, yeah, he kind of uh, positions all these shop dummies, and he talks to them like they're you know like they're real people, and he's just totally realised that he's totally alone now, uh, which is quite effective. But um, they sort of dispense all that quite soon. You would go mad, wouldn't you? You'd oh yeah, go yeah, totally fucking nuts. Well, I think this film is 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 best when you know it is it is exploring that. But it just doesn't quite do it enough. It doesn't really get to the, you know, the because it wants to make it a crowd pleasing action mm. movie as well. So mm. you got to get your you got to get your bangs for your yeah, bucket yeah. as well, haven't you? But there's a bit of a yeah, there's a bit of a a, a religious sort of. Um, I was a bit of a, I always have a bit of a problem with that. Maybe that's my own prejudice, but I think when is there anything ever overtly. I think maybe they didn't want to make this film a real downer because mm. effectively the book's a fucking downer, isn't it? The yeah. book's a downer and they don't want it to be totally pessimistic well, and depressing. Well, you know, if, if you were that character, what is the... Well, you'd kill yourself, you, wouldn't you? you carry on. And, and I think, I, I'm, I can't remember in this if he does, maybe this is... Th- I think he contemplates it, um, killing himself because he thinks, you know, that's it, I've got nothing now. Mm. Um <clears throat> And that's when they introduce this this um, other character, but um, but she's. I think what this film probably they they needed a buzzword. They needed a buzzword. 
oh, this is it. He's, he's thinking of death by death by zombie. Right. So he's thinking, I'll oh, just, you know, let him get me. They can have me now. Um, I, I think they wanted to give it a buzzword. So they said, um, we're going to give him faith. We're going to get him to have his faith as in yeah. religious faith. Yeah. What, what, what will, what will, um, keep him going? Yeah. And, you know, we know a lot of American audiences, they love a bit of religion, don't they? Mm. They love a bit of God. Yeah. So I think with this, they, we're going to, we're going to get Will to get his faith back. Yeah. Um, so that's what they kind of introduce and they kind of introduce this character. But, but there's a scene in this film, which to me, this, this might sound really, um, and I remember this from like, I can't remember a lot about this film, but I do remember this scene particularly. And it really annoys me because I don't believe anyone, whoever you are, I mean, we're, bo- are we boomers? Uh, that's old people, isn't it? I don't know if we're boomers. What's the, what's, we're not millennials, are we? No. No, we're boomers we're then. Generate, Generation Gen X. X. We're Gen X, yeah. But there's a, but this film is 2007, right? So he meets his character and he takes her back to his fortress because mm. she's, she's a she. Mm. And he puts a CD because Bob Marley's figured in this quite a bit. Yeah. If you remember, yeah, yeah. we've got the sound down now. Don't but worry. He, don't worry about a thing. Everything's going to be all right. That's mm. kind of, you could say that's kind of a running theme as well. Um, and he puts a CD on and he plays that song. And he's going, don't worry. He doesn't do any rapping, thankfully. Mm. That's a that's a relief. Um, <clears throat> but he says, um, do you remember this song? You heard this song? And she goes, no. Mm. Right, okay. Mm. Don't listen to a lot of radio. And he's like, you know, don't worry about a thing. Bob Marley. And, she's, and she goes, who's Bob Marley? Mm. No, I'm sorry. Mm. Whether you, if you've lived in a cave... Mm. For like forty years, you would have heard of Bob. Marley, you would have yeah. heard of Bob Marley, mm. even if you've never heard any of Bob Marley's music. Mm. Y- there's a little bit of a cross there. Do you see that? That's yeah, yeah. you know. So th- now we're getting to the sort of this 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 film now starts to wind me up after this yeah. basically. Um, <clears throat> um, but yes, I mean to me that might sound like a really small thing to a lot of people, mm. but to me that really annoys me because mm. whoever you are. Even if you're, you know, wherever you are in the world, you, you've heard of Bob Marley, yeah. surely. Yeah. Even more so in 2007 than maybe mm. now, um, or 2012 when this film is set. And she has no clue who Bob Marley is. Mm. And I think, what? Mm. That's bad writing. Yeah, yeah. Why, why even, why have that? Yeah. Why have that as a, I don't, I never understood why they, they put that bit of dialogue in because it didn't seem to make any sense at all why you had that sort of, um, interaction between no. them. Um, yeah, we get a bit more backstory now of Will, why he's, why, why he's alone. So he's sending his family off to, to be protected and, you know, so they're somewhere safe while he can work on a cure for the virus that's sending everyone into zombies and, uh, yeah, they're, they're blowing up the bridge so people can't obviously transfer the, the virus. No, what bridge is that? Manhattan? What bridge is that? I guess so. I don't know. I don't know. Is it New York? Yeah, because it's Manhattan Island, isn't oh, it? Oh, okay. Of so course it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course, yeah. That's... Uh... Oh, whoops. Uh-oh. Right. So, yeah, his family have been oh, okay. killed, basically. <clears throat> I 
Oh, she's heard of Shrek. <laughs> so she knows what Shrek is, but she doesn't yeah. know who Bob Marley yeah. is. Um, yeah. And this is, I think, where they've, oh, we need to soften this. This film's a little bit of a downer, so we need to, uh, mm. you know, need a bit more hope in the movie. And I can understand, like, you know, like you said, commercially, that's probably... yeah. That was like a good move, wasn't it, really? Because no one's going to watch a $200 million downer movie, down fest, are No, they? no. Misery fest. Um, even if it's, you know, Will Smith or no Will Smith. Um, so, yeah, I think this... Now it sort of becomes more like the, the Chuck Heston movie mm. a little bit. He, he's kind of action hero now, and he's still looking for a cure for the, uh, you know, an antidote. <clears throat> Oh, I think that's a flashback. So yeah, I think she's from a very uh sort of religious background there's okay. a lot there's a lot to do with crucifixes now you, and you said the director you think, I think it's the writer, Akiva, the writer I think his name's Akiva Goldsmith okay and I think one criticism of his work or a criticism of his work is he always tries to get some sort of religious um element into it mm. um so yeah that that kind of annoys me a little bit, and there's there's also a, a butterfly motif that it keeps repeating because um, we kind of heard it earlier in the movie, right at the beginning actually, when his daughter's still alive and they're in the they're trying to escape Manhattan mm. or wherever. She goes butterfly. She does that with oh, her yes. hand, remember? Yeah, yeah. So there's there's all that sort of right. sort of in in. I, I'm not quite sure why they do it. Are they trying to? Is it a reincarnation thing? I'm not quite mm. sure. It just it's like really heavy handed symbolism. Yeah. I think that's what it is. It's mm. just it they're trying to create meaning um, yeah. by having all these parallels, mm. but it's just very contrived. Yeah. So he's met some other survivors. I, I can't I can't really recall if if these those survivors because they're immune or not now. I can't quite remember. Um but he sort of he sort of takes it on board to uh, protect them and oh there you go they heard his message oh yeah because he's he's been broadcasting because he thought he was alone maybe he's even a bit annoyed now because it, imagine if you were the last yeah. one on earth and then the only people who who are still alive you don't really like yeah that'd be even worse wouldn't yeah, it yeah it would wouldn't it imagine if uh, yeah I mean you've been for years you've been wanting other human company and then you end up you know meeting some really unlikable people mm. and you've got to think oh my god I've got to spend the rest of my yeah. life with these people now maybe that would make a, a more interesting spin it would yeah yeah what if the people you who were still surviving were actually really irritating and you'd rather they were dead. <laughs> <laughs> and then you killed them and then... Yeah. Yeah, that would be a real yeah. downer, wouldn't it? Yeah. Ultimately, yeah, that's the end scene. You actually kill them because yeah. they're so irritating. Yeah. And you realise that actually being on your own is, is preferable. 
I've learnt my lesson. We've all felt that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, now we're all in isolation. Yeah. Perhaps we are all a bit like Will Smith. Yeah. Are we all, are we all a bit like that? But he's probably got more bog roll than us. <laughs> he's probably got a massive stash. Like Boris. <laughs> like Boris, yeah. Full. That's it. He's having it shipped in, especially. <laughs> Do you think it's down in his, like, his hut, in his bunker? I don't know. It's got his bunker, hasn't it, if it, if it all goes to yeah, itself? Yeah, not... it's probably full of bog roll, isn't it? And rice and pasta. Yeah. It's him. It is, yeah. He's been panic buying. <laughs> He's got loads of bulk bog roll. <sighs> so, yeah, this film now becomes a bit of a domestic drama, and it's that's, I think... Um, when it becomes a lot less interesting mm. and there's and, and none of this was in the book no so it's like we and now we've got to give will a will smith a, a potential love interest now like you know she, well, she could have why wouldn't she like sort of 40 stone or something she yeah it's been quite a dumpy. convenient isn't it? it's convenient that she's sort of young yeah and sort of attractive and he's like a you know so, yes, again, it becomes rather conventional and, and contrived and sort of corny now, really. Mm. And while they're watching Shrek, I've no mm. idea. Oh, yeah, and he's, rec- he's recounting the storyline, which is quite um, annoying. Oh, right. I guess it's a film he watched with his daughter when she was alive, I suppose. That's what they're getting at. But it's, like, really heavy-handed. Yeah. It's been quite subtle up to now. And now it's, like, really sledgehammer. It's almost like he's got a chance to have a family again. Yes. Well, yeah, exactly. They're the substitute family, yeah. But, yeah, it's all rather contrived and, you know, a bit lazy writing, isn't it, really? Yeah. Yeah, you can see the tone of the film. It's it does shift, doesn't it? Yeah. I I wonder if like maybe someone you know there was rewrites or mm. you know it'd be interesting to see how many drafts of this script yeah. there was because I, I I imagine because I think the Ridley Scott version was probably probably Warner's had this didn't they because they they produced the the Charlton Heston version right so I'm pretty sure this is a Warner's movie so they probably it's still they still kept it. Yeah. In their vaults or whatever. So they probably dusted off an old, you know, the original uh, Ridley Scott script that he was working on. Yeah. And thought, oh, we'll just modernise it a little bit and update it. So, yeah, you wonder if the first half of the film was how perhaps the Ridley Scott movie was going to look. Mm. And they ditched the second half and rewrote it and made it a bit more, you know, um, digestible. For a mainstream audience, yeah. So, so Will needs a love interest. Um, yeah, yeah, it's all a bit convenient, isn't it? It is, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the I, I, I think that one thing I do appreciate is they they don't cop out and 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 make her his love interest. Whereas I, there's a deleted scene on this in this movie, and a lot of people who have it's got an alternate ending basically, right. And there is an alternate ending. Um, it might have been. I, I always think maybe it'd been more interesting if actually he cured the the because he's got a, a, a zombie stroke vampire mm. girl down in the basement. It might have been more interesting if he cured her and they got off, 
and became an item. Yeah. Um, but but in the alternate um, in the in the alternate version anyway, if I'm right in saying this, he survives. Oh, okay. I need to watch it again. But I, but but I do remember a lot of people saying, "Oh, we preferred the ending. If they if they'd used the alternate ending mm. of this movie, it would have been a lot better." But actually, um, it may, it would make the film even worse. I mean, it's it's not it's not uh, uh, an amazing film as it is, but the alternate ending is far more cheesy and corny. I'm pretty sure they do both survive, mm. and they end up at like a sort of um, a bit like a hippie camp. Yeah, to start again. So they're like, they're, that's the other thing. They're like Adam and Eve. It's that kind of, yeah, yeah, that religious connotation again. They're like re, um, rebooting humanity. Mm. So you know, Adam, Eve, you know, blah blah blah. Um, so yeah, the the um, alternate ending version I think is even cornier. But a lot of people said that oh, they preferred it if the film ended like that. And least in this, he spoiler, least in this, he dies. Yeah. Um, and she gets the antidote and takes it onto the the camp that there's a few you know the the, the few survivors that remain mm. or the uninfected um, that so remain. So humanity still has a, a chance. Yeah, and and I guess in in relation to the movie, he's still the, he's the legend. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, um, that's one thing this film does get right is it at least it uses the. Uh, the title of the book. Mm. None of the other adaptations have ever used yeah. the title of the book. So, they they I, I suppose it was kind of sold as a more uh, faithful adaptation because mm. they even they bothered to use the title of the book, but mm. um, but it isn't really. In fact, if I remember the book, unlike yourself, my recollection is very hazy, but I think it ends in that he basically accepts that he's like he's legend because he is um alone and he's he is almost like the antichrist as in he's legend because he's the only remaining human mm. being and he's considered legend by the vampires you know the new the new order yeah they consider him legend because he's unique but that's you know not in a good way he's just you know he's like any legendary figure like King mm. Arthur or whatever, he's yeah, yeah. obsolete basically. But he is—he's gained legendary status by being the, the only one of his kind left, if you like. Whereas in this, he's kind of legend because he's found an antidote, and he's going to save people. So they will speak of—they will speak his name like they would Einstein or, yeah, you know, Mary Curie or whoever, Louis Pasteur. He's legendary in that. There we go. This is this is the scene. So we'll say, listen to this. It's it's a classic. It's a classic. It's Bob Marley, and she's going. Look at. I mean, just watch her expression. Obviously, mm. you in in podcast land can't see her expression, but like she's going. No, no, I don't. Oh. Doesn't ring a bell. I mean, come on. You know, even even if you listen to a radio, you've got it tuned into a station. You're driving your car or whatever. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna hear a Bob. Mar I think even I heard Bob Marley. Um, don't worry about a thing. Yeah, recently, yeah. it's obviously you know they're trying to pump that message at the moment yeah. because everyone's fucking <clears throat> panicking and shitting shitting a brick. Um, so you would have. I bet they. You know, in in relation to this movie. Mm. They would have played Bob Marley, Don't Worry About a Thing, a lot mm. when everything's going down, wouldn't they? What, well, yeah. the radio stations were still operating. Yeah. 
don't worry folks you know don't panic it's, it'll be over soon here's Bob Marley with don't worry about a thing <laughs> and she's like going no no don't 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 recall that <clears throat> Bob Marley Bob who <laughs> Maybe it's a bit like when you get your, you know, you've you've got your your first date and you're trying to, uh, you're um, sharing with her your music collection. You're a bit yeah. worried whether they're going to like it or that's not. That's when you know it's it's going wrong when they. Yeah, that's that's there wasn't a barrier, and they look kind of they <coughs> like they perhaps they just nod sort of. Oh yeah, yeah. Or they sort of look off into the distance a little play bit, and they're like, "That's really yeah." Yeah, that's really, different. That's, that's really different. Good. Yeah, that's really different. That. <coughs> yeah. Those awkward initial. You know, what sort of things you like, you know, what are your favourite movies, what, what, you know, what's your yeah. favourite music, and then you find out, oh, ooh. Yeah. So he's just discovered that she doesn't even know Bob Marley is. I mean, that could be an immediate, although she is probably the last woman on earth that he's, was certainly the last, the, you know, the, the last woman he's seen in a very long time, isn't it? He'll so have, he, to, he'll have it, to get over that. Yeah, he, he just sort of give, let, her, let her off. In normal life, you would... <clears throat> you would question it, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, you might. You'd go back and you'd have to yeah. sort of think about that, debate that with yourself, like, well, look, she's never even heard of Bob Marley. Yeah. Is this a woman I could spend the rest of my life with? Yeah. It's going to be difficult, isn't it? Yeah. Really. <clears throat> but in this scenario... This Beggars is, can't be choosers. This is the only woman I can spend my life she with. She could, like, S Club 7, it wouldn't matter, really, wouldn't no. it? Or, um, you know, One Direction or something. Yeah. You just have to go with it. What's a 2012 equivalent? Uh, I can't even think of what was in the charts 2012. Hmm. Don't. Was it big Shakira? I don't know. Shakira, Shakira, Shakira. Oh. Her breasts are yeah. like mountains, yeah, aren't they? Yeah. She's got them. They are, actually. Are they? Not like mountains? Hmm. Well, oh, <laughs> not like volcanoes. Probably hillocks. Hillocks. Futtocks. Mm. That's a word I like. Oh. Is that? I think that's a small is a word. Is yeah, I'm Futtocks is. Sure, it's a word. I think it's a small hillock. Oh. I don't know. Oh, or, maybe, or maybe it's a big hillock. You got futtocks and you got. <laughs> I, I hope you have. <laughs> I'm sure I saw that in. I'm sure that's like the two Ronnies or something. Or um, you know, futtocks. I'm gonna look that up. Later. Look it up. Look up futtock. Because it mm. sounds obviously it's almost like another word, doesn't mm. it? Which is that is part of the joy of it. But um, actually, I is believe it? it's a mound. <laughs> and that word in itself has connotations, yeah. doesn't it? But I think it's a grassy mound. Oh, grassy knoll. A grassy knoll. Yeah, Lee Harvey Oswald, he's mm. just over there on that oh, futter. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Everyone go Google futter right mm. now. Is there any futtocks in this film? There's no futtocks whatsoever. No. I think that's another problem with this film is it's it was very much um, futtockless. Futtockless. <laughs> it would have benefited from more futtocks. Um, it, it's your typical PG thirteen like action stroke horror movie, whereas mm. in it's pretty bloodless. Yeah. And pretty there's you know it's there's no gore. Um, so yeah, it's very sanitized. It's very polite horror. 
So now we need an explosion oh, okay. now. So yeah, this is it. Like, okay, we've had no explosions in this movie, and you know, now it's a Will Smith movie. So you got to get you got to get some explosions in it, and yeah. Well, now I think he thinks he's got. He needs to save those. He's got something to live for now, right. hasn't he? He's got um, religious woman to to you know to save. So it's fair dinkums. Mm. Oh yeah, she's got a butterfly tattoo. That's it. Okay. That's the real. I remember that now. That's the really you know contrived shoehorn mm. symbolism. Mm. He's. His, little, his daughter went, butterfly, yeah. and she's got a butterfly, and he's he like, oh. sees it, and he's like, oh, you. Oh, oh, you must be the one. You must be the one, yeah. Well, you are the one. You are the one. You're the yeah, only you one. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Heavy-handed. It's very heavy-handed. I mean, whether they thought they were, whether the writer thought he was being clever, mm. um, I don't know, but... And there's also a but. I mean, in the beginning of the film, it's very unobvious. But there are there's a butterfly. It's the same butterfly that she's got tattooed on her arm that flies by him mm. and the dog when they're when they're like uh, creeping through the desolate oh, okay, wasteland. Yeah, yeah. It sort of flies by. So is you know like you know on paper they probably thought oh it's a very clever mm. idea, but it just looks very heavy handed. Ooh. So now they've had to up the old action mm. ante now. I have. So he's the head zombie, whatever you want to call him. But um, yeah, you know, there's in the books they, I think, like we were saying earlier, they they are in, intellectual, mm. and in this, you know, they're just they're just mute kind mm. of shouty zombie type things. They're a bit faster than your normal zombie. Well, that was a thing, wasn't it? Like sort of they did, they did changed that didn't they in the zombie genre zombies are always sort of renowned for Very being slow, slow moving yeah. but they did do something with, I think it's 28 days later although they're, mm. they're technically not zombies are they oh, they've, they've got the rage rage yeah yeah so that's why they were like full on mm. running types although they're not technically zombies but they've always spoken about doing another one of those isn't they I, oh, think, really? I think there is a I think there is a script that exists or or I think Alex Garland was always talking well, do you, about doing another one. Do you think, like, with the current situation, well, yeah. like, that's going to be... <clears throat> well, yes. <laughs> We're going to get a load of virus movies. It's the biggest movies, fucking we? thing that's yeah. happened for... Well, they so. say, like, for 100 years. Mm. So, yeah, you, you, I've, I definitely think... Yeah. If you were tired of the fucking zombie virus movie before yeah. you're going to be really tired of it in about five years time because once yeah. hollywood's got back on track and yeah they're doing stuff again you're going to get loads of them aren't you i don't really know what more they can do with it but i suppose they'll they'll try and think of something won't they there'd be a lot of human stories of oh yeah yeah pe uh, yeah people suffering and and you know the the, the hunt for spaghetti sauce yeah and the the cure the pasta braving the supermarket Louis Louis pasta Louis pasta <laughs> pasta la vista baby um, yeah I suppose it'd be quite a few, few comedies probably it could, you could do a comedy out of it couldn't you mm. but the thing is that the the, the zombie you, know, you look at the classics like um, Night of the Living Dead and Dawn of the Dead mm. they've they've practically parodied 
what's happening now already. Yeah. Like 30, 40 years ago. You watch Dawn of the Dead and it's like, it literally is going to a supermarket right now. You know, crazy, insane consumerism. Yeah. Consumerism <clears throat> gone well, I've wild. Never seen what we're seeing. Empty shelves. Yeah. People walking around aimlessly, like, look, like, you know, yeah. oh, oh, what can I buy? There's nothing to buy. Oh, oh, I'll buy a light bulb. I've got those left in stock. I had to buy um, Weight Watchers baked beans. Shit, you got but only the small. You things got well. baked beans. Only small ones. Really? You know how bad it's got. Like even oh, right, even the vegetarian sausages and beans were really? sold they, out. And yeah. I'm, I'm not saying you know how bad it's because I'm a vegetarian. But I mean, so I mm. that's the only ones I ever buy. Where do you get them then? Sainsbury's. They oh, do right. their own brand. Oh, okay. They do their own tins oh, of right. beans and veggie sausages. Oh, right. But, oh. you know, even, even people who would never even like, touch, oh, oh fuck it, that's yeah. all they've got. Yeah. Um, even they were all gone. <clears throat> and, they, and they are always in abundance. Mm. You know, they're... What about corn and all that? Did you? Well, that, well our, our Sainsbury's has always been a bit, of, of late, has been a bit poor anyway oh, with right. that stuff. But in fact, ironically or weirdly, that was they weird. had a bit more than normal, <laughs> which was strange. I couldn't quite get my head around that. But there was some woman who was like, she was like getting some corn nuggets and sausages. Mm. And she sort of looked at me and went, oh, it's terrible if you're a vegetarian, isn't it? I mean, I was kind of thinking, well, actually... Um, mm. It's probably uh, it seems to be better at the moment yeah. because there's more veggie stuff. Mm. Oh, like I said, they they did it. They did take the beans and sausages, but like there was more veggie nuggets there than there mm. normally is. I don't know what the what the reason of that is, but no. Perhaps the vegetarians will inherit the earth. I don't know. Perhaps they're trying to keep the vegetarians going, and because in the apocalypse they'll you know they'll be the last to go, won't they? Yeah. I don't know, I don't know. but um. So yeah, I think this is where, in regards to the movie, this is where the 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 uh, alternate ending kicks in um, which I will show you but mm. I won't oh, there's, there's the a tattoo yeah, yeah 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 see look it's all a bit mm. and he goes ah and like you would you'd you'd make all that you'd make that connection wouldn't you even though mm. you're about to be killed mm. she's got a butterfly tattoo my daughter had a butterfly she did a butterfly thing mm. and I saw a butterfly once and therefore she needs to live I must save them I must save them yeah Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's very cornball. Now I'm not sure. I could be reading far too much into this, mm. and but she's Anna and he's Ethan, the kid, right. A and E, <coughs> Adam and Eve. Yeah. I don't know how, if that's just mm. me making connections <coughs> that aren't there, but. Um, knowing how, how many other corny connections there are in this <clears> film, I wouldn't be surprised. I think he just didn't. He just say, uh, "I think that's why you're here," or something. Oh yes, almost like it's predestined. Yes, yeah, to, predestination. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, it's fate. Mm. It's yeah, him up him there up, maybe. Yeah, it's, yeah, playing his games. Playing his game while the children die of cancer. Mm. self-sacrifice yep he died for he us. died for our sins mm. or his own he feels like he's 
I was reading. Oh, I, I, I was reading this thing about um some guy who I don't know, again this is on on the internet so it's probably bullshit but he caught coronavirus because he was having an affair with a with another woman. So who he did this guy? All right. in Italy or something. Oh, okay, he was like having an affair and he caught it ah. from his lover. So it's almost like the karma virus. I don't know. <laughs> Have you heard what they what they've been calling it in uh, America? No, kung flu. Oh no! And is, that tr- is that Trump? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Kung flu. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's calling it the Chinese virus, isn't yeah. he? Every all the all the. Uh... It's not gone down very well in China. No, I don't imagine they weren't that pleased yeah. about that. Yeah, in his press conferences, he's it's about from China. It's from China. Yeah, kung flu. Kung flu. We're gonna beat this. We're, we're gonna call it that. Yeah. We're gonna rebrand it. It's funny. <laughs> it's yeah. <laughs> Let's make a joke out of it. Let's you know, be racist. Didn't he say something about like people are dying like they've never died before or yeah, something? Yeah. Some like how can they die he's, again? It, What's he on about? People, there are people he, dying like, he who turns haven't it died before. Like, people are dying no, who haven't died before. It's unprecedented. <laughs> it's like it's never been this. You know, we've no one's ever died before. <laughs> no, but he's like, I'm the president and. That nothing like this has ever happened. Oh, before. ever, ever, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. No, no one's ever. It's like reset, isn't it? Yeah. Nothing's ever happened before he became president. Yeah, yeah like, this is like amazing. Yeah. It's yeah. like, it's good for the country. It's yeah. good for the world. Yeah, we're gonna, you know, even though many sort of viruses have decimated the world before, yeah. but he's, it is. It's like this rewriting. The, it's like rewriting history, isn't this it? This is the, the one. It's like this is the everyone this is, will remember. This is the best virus we've ever had, <clears throat> and you know. Amazing virus is the best. I'll be remembered as the best president, president ever. Yeah. Forget the wall. You know. Yeah, yeah, we got we got big the virus now. That's it. That, that's why. Right. Perhaps he's hoping that's going to kill a lot of Mexicans and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Oh. Oh. Light up the darkness. Mm. There you go. That's the that's the message. Yeah. What do you take from that? Akiba well, Goldsmith, blame him for all the cheesy religious symbolism. Yeah, I don't. So there you go. Look, so it was already a screenplay before. So I'm imagining that was probably the perhaps the Ridley Scott screenplay that they were originally going to, you know. Oh, you produced Oh, it. there you go. So, you know, he had even more leverage, didn't mm. he? Or leverage. Got to stop saying leverage. That's a very American way of saying leverage. Mm. But um, yeah, so I guess yeah, he could get his ideas in a bit more, can if he's if he's stumping up some cash. Yeah. But he's a big name, Akiva Goldsmith. He does a lot of, I think, quite a lot of comic book movies have his oh. name attached to it. Um, I'm not sure about the Marvel ones. I think it's more the DC stuff. Are they all religious? Well, I'm not saying they all are, but well, Superman was, wasn't it? Because he's like a Christ-like figure. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it is. Mm. Maybe he's trying to force his theology on people by making corny movies. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite, that's his ploy. <laughs> Gonna make some really corny movies that, you know, thrust religious mm. iconography down their throats. It's not hard to say that. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, we were kind of semi-watching that. I mean, what what do you take from that? Oh, Willow Smith was that? Oh, that must have been the daughter. Oh, that's, that's little, the, that was the a little girl. kid then. Yeah, yeah so he got right. his yeah. daughter in it as well. Bit of uh, nepotism. Yeah. What 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 did I think of it? What do you take from that? 
not much. No. Really? It's, it is very uneven, isn't it? It's yeah. like the first half is kind of a contemplative mm. drama. gone somewhere else. I'm, but maybe they looked at it and thought, you know, because everything's test screened isn't it and rushes and stuff nowadays yeah. they might have thought hey you need to you really need to up the action quotient a little bit it's, mm. you know it's and it's too depressing can we get a bit more positive hey can we get some more positivity in this what if we have will mimicking shrek <laughs> that's what that's what an audience wants they don't want all this sort of downbeat you it, know it wasn't that depressing though. pessimism it could have been much more well that's the thing i think it probably <laughs> been better if it was yeah i mean like the book well it would be wouldn't it well, yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I mean, I think the book is it. The book works and it's hard hitting and memorable because it is so bleak. Mm. You know, this is kind of bleak to a to a degree, isn't it? But it, then it kind of wants to pull back on the bleakness. Oh yes, he did the yeah he did Crazy. the that's right yeah I forgot about that Mike Patton from Faith No More oh what he did the he did the creature um, oh. effects well creature creature vocals yeah, yeah. voices yeah. yeah he's done he's done quite a lot of that actually I think with video games as well he's got a lot good little lucrative he's career doing does soundtracks as well doesn't yeah he? soundtracks yeah. voiceover work yeah hmm. yeah blimey yeah I forgot about that yeah. <clears throat> but yeah not not really again it's like it's not memorable no I've forgotten it already to be honest with you yeah mm. that's that's part of the problem in fact and in fact the for all its flaws and, and simplicity and and you know dated effects probably the, the Charlton Heston one's more memorable really mm. I certainly remember that a lot more fondly than I remember this yeah um Certainly. So I think we're still waiting, like we are with many. Um, <clears throat> like you say, you can question: Is it what? Why even? Why even adapt a book to screen? What's the point of it? Mm. Um, but I think we are we are still um, awaiting the definitive adaptation of with Brian Cranston. With Brian Cranston. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Who would you have direct? Would you, who would you get to direct it? I've chosen the actor. You can choose. Oh yeah, we were going to have our dream. Dream cast, weren't see we? If Ridley Scott still wanted to do it. Or? Well, I suppose he's he's still directing, isn't he? You'd I mean, ask him. I'd ask him. Yeah. Here, Ridders. <laughs> we got Brian on we board. We got. Yeah, Brian's going to do it. Yeah. What do you reckon, mate? Do you want to do that film you were going to do twenty years ago? It's better than Schwarzenegger. He's probably moved on, isn't he, by now? I mean, modern directors. Probably, probably. I oh, do you know what? I would. I know. I keep singing his praises, but I would get an Alex Garland to do it. Yeah. Because he likes, he's done his post-apocalypse. He's done Twenty Eight Days Later, hasn't he? Mm. He's, he's, he's done Annihilation. Yeah. He, he's quite yeah. good at. He's good at the sort of the visual. He's got a good visual eye. Mm. All right. Well. Yeah, I would well. say. Yeah, I, I'd get. I'd say get him on board. I'm trying to think who else really of of the of the new guard. Oh. I don't know really. No, I, I can't think of anyone better. Can you no. think of anyone else? No, no that's is that, good. Is that a good one? Brian Cranston, and Alex Garland. He yeah. can adapt the book as well. Yeah. Um, there keep, aren't many other. Keep the dog. You keep the dog, but yeah. what could you? What? Oh, they've done a German Shepherd. I think. I think. Um, I think in Last Man on Earth. I think Vincent Price had like a, like a terrier. So, what would you want to go for? Golden Retriever, Labrador, Shih Tzu, Cockapoo. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's popular? Bulldog. 
Dachshund? Yeah, I was thinking Dachshund. <laughs> yeah. That'd be interesting. You could call it you could call it Schwarzenegger, couldn't you? That could yeah. be like a little let's you could let's think of shoehorned in really bad or sort Bob. of like Bob 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 Marley or Mar- Oh Bob. Well I was thinking like to uh, or Chuck. Yeah. As in Chuck and Heston, couldn't you? Mm. You could like name check all the yeah. previous get, you could a, get a great Dane, couldn't you? Oh yeah, great Dane. Well he's Austrian well, though, isn't he, Schwarzenegger? You think <laughs> what what dogs do Austria have? Do, do they have a breed? There must be an Austrian breed. Schnauzer? Yeah. Is that Austrian? Sounds it. Yeah, it does, it does sound it. Can't get a schnauzer and call it call it Arnie. What do they look like? I don't know. I, 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 I want to say schnauzer's like schnout, isn't it? Yeah. I want to say they've got like a big a schnauzer. Big, a big schnauzer. I mean, it's got a big schnauzer. I don't know what a schnauzer looks like. Very I want shaggy, I want, long hair. I want to look up futtock and schnauzer yeah. now. <laughs> I want to have a, a, a schnauzer standing on a futtock <laughs> to make it very meta. But, um... Yeah, okay, dream casting. So we've got Cranston Garland, we've got a schnauzer in it called yeah. Arnie. Yeah. Um uh, did the did the head vampire have a name? I can't remember in the book. He probably did, Should didn't we he? Give him one. Um sh- well, okay, vampires. Uh, uh so think what's um Dra- the Dracula story? What was he called in that? Bram Stoker. Call him Stoker. Stoker. There you go. Yeah, that sounds. That sounds kind of a bit. Yeah. Who play? Who plays Stoker? Come on. Uh, who would you get? Oh, Gary Oldman then. Get, get yeah. Gary's yeah. about the right age, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Cranston He's... and an Oldman. Yeah. Um. Uh, that's that's about it, really. Is in yeah. in the in the well, you got the female sucky buys. Yeah, we just sucky bussies. What's a plural of is it sucky bussies or sucky bus? What's a collection of sucky sucky by? I can't. I don't know. Sucky bus s's. A sucky what? An s's an s's of sucky bus. I don't know. I can't remember. I think there's just was there a couple in the book. We'll we'll cast one. Half a dozen. Half a dozen. Yeah. Jesus Christ. You're greedy, aren't you? You have like a sucky. An orgy or something. You could have an orgy if you wanted. Or you could have like a, a, a might pr- get messy. Per- perhaps a lesbian thing because that would probably yeah yeah that would get him going, wouldn't it? Old yeah. Neville, if he's been he's probably like just been watching Pornhub, like you know he's 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 held up in his in his sort of in his castle, isn't he? Yeah. All his what's he, what's he got to do with his time? Just watch Pornhub for like hours on end. Um, Ron yeah. Jeremy, yeah, he's maybe you could going, have, you could have going him through all the categories. He's going it? through all the categories. He's got Bukaki, yeah. <laughs> he's got Schnauzer bestiality, Schnauzer sex. <laughs> so yeah, um, Ron, lots of perhaps you could cast Ron Jeremy in a cameo. Yeah, he could be like a vampire, couldn't he? Come to suck his blood and other parts of his anatomy. <laughs> <laughs> It's all, it's all taking a nasty turn. There's got to be... Apparently, there is... I was reading, there is... With, through all this coronavirus, there's now coronavirus porn, isn't there? Is there? It's, yeah, apparently. How does that work? Um, they've got all the hazmat suits oh, on. Oh, God. Yeah. <clears throat> so, nothing is... Nothing escapes a porn parody. People are parody. dying. People are dying. People are dying. But, you know... People But people still need to watch porn. <laughs> well, they saying, like... I, I read this thing. I don't know how true it is, that... They were going to give free porn Pornhub yes. subscriptions to Italians. Yeah, yeah. Italian. Why are Italians? Well, that's not very fair, is it? No. Well, the rest of us. 
Is it because they're so sexually yeah, Latin lovers? Yeah, and probably just Randy. Yeah, they're so bloody yeah. Randy. Yeah. It's like what we, you know, what we got to do? We've given porn to yeah. like calm them down a bit. Is that going to calm them down? Though? Might make them more prone to writing. Yeah. But yeah, apparently that's a thing. Mm, okay. Anyway, so what do we take from 2007's I Am Legend? That it was not as good as. Charlton Heston's. It was a misfire, wasn't it, really? Yeah. yeah. So I hope no one's holding out for that uh, long overdue prequel with Will Smith. No. I don't think it's going to... No. Although they can de-age it. They've got de-aging technology now, haven't they? So I didn't see that film he was in recently that um, Ang Lee directed. Was it called? the Not not the Omega... Again, that was something like Omega Man. It wasn't Omega Man. What was it called? Where he's, where he's fighting a younger version of himself. You must have seen the trailer. No, I don't think I have. Oh, Gemini Man. Oh, right. Gemini Man, it's called. It's nearly Omega Man, isn't it? It's called Gemini Man, and apparently that was a a script that that would have been um, sort of, what do they call it when it's, you know, a long dormant script that's just on the pile that they haven't ever made. Isn't there a word for it? Um... Can't remember now, but anyway, so it's a really old script, and I think I think it goes back to even they were back in the day. Someone like Stallone was going to be in it. All oh, right, it's that old, and they decided to finally dust it off. Now the technology's caught up, mm. and basically, yeah, you've got an old, <clears throat> you know, or or a current Will Smith fighting a de-aged by thirty years mm. version of himself, like a twenty-year-old versus a fifty-year-old. You haven't seen it. No, it looked naff, but um. And it used, what did it use? It was like, it was 100 and, it was something like, oh no, eight, was it eight, 96 frames per minute or something? It's not some new filming technique that they filmed it in, 96. Well, what's the, what's, well, yeah, 96, 48. I'm sure Peter Jackson filmed the Hobbit movies in 48 frames per second fps mm. and only certain cinemas cinemas could show it all oh, right and i'm i'm pretty sure um angley went no i'm going to go one better i'm going to do it in maybe it's it was showing off it's just showing off maybe it wasn't maybe it wasn't 48 maybe it was 62 frames per second but anyway it apparently makes it look like a like um sorry makes I'm, it look like a video sorry i've got a go to the toilet oh he's got to go to the toilet so I think yeah, probably, you can carry on no, it's probably a good time to end yeah, it really because sure. I'm just going to go off on a tangent talking okay. about unrelated uh, movies so um, let's round this one up what do you, what, what are we going to go for next time did we say uh, we thought we might go through um, a spate of post-apocalyptic movies yeah. didn't we keep it sort of real keep it real yeah and, yeah. We, we did talk about maybe the Omega Man but maybe we'll leave that a little bit later because we've just kind of watched an adaptation of mm. I am legend, so maybe we'll do some. Perhaps really we'll do a Dawn of the Dead or something, or a zombie movie, or you know, whatever. Anyone listens to this, if they if they can be bothered to write in, get, you know, give us a suggestion. We're open to suggestions, aren't we? We're All the time, any open. suggestion, not necessarily even with movies, yeah. anything. You know, very open. What to do with our lives, basically. Yeah. That would be a, a major suggestion, really. Mm-hmm. Anyway, on that note, I've got to get in a very dry mouth now. I need to lubricate my mouth. Mm. It's getting very dry. I can hardly speak. So. Uh, Millie, yep, I'm going to sign off. Um, good luck, everyone. I hope you make it to, uh, through to the other side. See you soon. Yeah.
social distancing. Just remember that. 